Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. And we're joined in studio by Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. Good afternoon. How are you Good going? Good Jade. Good, thank you. Well, you were just sitting in the waiting room just a moment ago watching our performers sing, and you came and you're like, gosh, that's a, that's a big big act to follow. <laughs> it sure was. Sing? I mean, they were brilliant, and uh, I'd love to have that talent. You know, I, there's many things I can do, but the singing, I, you know, I got eliminated very early in my life when my mother used to go to church with me, or we used to go to church with my mother, mm. and we'd be singing hymns and that, and she'd look at me and go, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good so, at singing in the shower, that's yeah, about Yeah, it. exactly. That's what my wife says to it. Well, good in the shower, but but let's keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I please ask you, what yep. is going on with these passport delays? Well, are you getting calls about yeah, that? Yeah, we are. We are. And we're saying to people, you've got to now make sure, check your passports. Mm. And if you're going to do a trip in the next, say, six months, please go and get your passport now. Get it to the post office or go into town and put an urgency on it if, if you're talking about five, six weeks, because the average is about eight to 12 weeks at the moment. But we get the exceptions. You know, a lady was telling me the other day, she put her passport in with her husband's passport. He came through in about a week, and she still hasn't heard a word yet back from her. They both went in the same envelope. So so it's very random. But, mm. yes, you need to think ahead and say, righto. And because we put our passports away for nearly two years, we haven't looked at them. And you've got to have also six months from the last time you get back into uh, Adelaide or through coming through immigration. So it's not a matter of looking at the dates and just saying, yeah, I'm okay. You've got to have plus six months on, on your passport for because the oh, airlines won't oh. uplift you if you haven't got a, an extra six months on your passport. When I say extra, at least six months validity from the time of getting back or going. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. I, do you so, know, until this story broke, I wouldn't have even. I know, no. I, we we, we were the same. We were sort of suddenly shocked, but we suddenly, you know, about a lot of people who have been planning have mm. gone in and done their passport fairly quickly. But um, we're urging now everybody look at your passport, and certainly if you're in the next six months you're travelling, go and get your passport done now. Let's talk about what's happening in travel this week because well, again, well, lots of Italy, Italy's made it now easy to go in without any sort of pre-arrival tests, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't need to give a, a locator where you're going to be. So it's made travelling in Italy, you know, very easily now. Um, we, you know. A lot of a lot of travellers now are looking at the credits that they accumulated over the two years and are coming in and sort of looking at, at for us to be able to service oh, their how credits. How easy is that to use? Well, it's 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 there. It's pretty easy to, to use. But so yeah, they're honouring them. them. Yeah, and all, what what they're doing is they're looking at the cr- the credits they've got, and then they're saying, well, I've also accumulated some money and some savings. I'm going to go. Uh, business class or I'm going to go premium economy or I'm going to go for a longer cruise or I'm going to upgrade to a suite. So we're seeing, you know, what has been sort of the pent-up demand, knowing they've got credits from stuff they paid for in, in 19 or 20 and saying, well, now I'm going to do this. And we're certainly seeing a lot of that coming in. So that's uh, also we're seeing the airlines now trying to throw more capacity into, you know, the, the number of, of airlines flying uh, oh, at, flights per, per week. So we're still suffering in Adelaide because we've still only got Qatar three times a week. We've only got uh, Singapore six, uh, no Cathay, no Emirates, no China Southern. Um, uh, we've got Air New Zealand starting on July the 4th going three times a week to uh, Auckland. Now, we think that'll go to six down the line. We think Qatar or Qatar's going to five in July and maybe back up to seven. Mm-hmm. In the other ports, Sydney and Melbourne, bigger planes, you know, like
some of the fares, uh, Jade, are through the roof, and uh, unfortunately, you know, and uh, and there's nothing we can do, and it's all it's all to do with uh, the number of seats available and uh, people wanting to go. Virtually, the, it's like someone's turned on the fire hose, not just the garden hose, but a fire hose, and saying. This is the demand, and you know, and we're trying to keep up with it. So we're saying to people, uh, if you're thinking, you know, six months ahead, nine months ahead, come and see us now. Make an appointment, and and you know, the staff uh, have been nervous about this because we've never had to do it. But we're saying you can't go to your doctor or you can't go to your dentist without making an appointment. So to come in and see us and get the quality time, the quality consultant consulting we want to do, make an appointment. Good idea. And Qantas is going to go back into flying to Namir, so we're seeing a lot of uh, Pacific Islands opening up for our travellers as well. Fiji, as you and I have been talking about, and Bali, through the roof, both both destinations at the moment, but very hard to get in in the next oh, couple of months. I've given up on Bali, yeah, because, these school holidays. It's uh, the ridiculous. Flight, the flights are so full and the fares yeah. have gone up. So but with that demand, you know, obviously demand drives up prices. I get that. Uh, you just touched on the fact that they'll bring in some more employees and more planes. Will that drive prices? Prices down. Yeah, yeah. It once has we, to. Yeah, it has to. And once we get, I mean, look, uh, you know, I hate saying it, but Jade, we're selling business class fares that are double, over double what they were in uh, pre-pandemic. So uh, if I just off the top of my head say uh, to Europe, uh, mm. Qatar was probably five two five four return airfare business class to England and Europe. It's now in the vicinity of twelve to thirteen thousand. Oh and uh, and people are paying it because they want to go. They've had the pent up demand. What uh, do you get for that? I oh, know. Well, no extra than what the business class was two years ago. Oh, so you're going to be you eating know, off and, a golden and, spoon. And a couple of times I've gone down when I think I, I needed to go somewhere, and I said to the staff, you know, the fare. They give me the fare, and I and I go, but guys, I don't want to buy the plane. I just want to buy a seat <laughs> to go to London. You know. I tell you what, but, it's probably cheaper to get five mates to bloody buy a plane. Absolutely, but it is certainly a demand is there at the moment, Jay, which is driving the price up because there's. There's only so many seats on every flight. Now, we've got a special guest joining us, Rob Kalemba, Sales Director for Scenic Group. Good afternoon. How are you going, Rob? Good afternoon. How are we? We're great. Love to ask you about uh, Europe river cruising. We, uh, we've been talking a lot about river cruising, you know, on the show. For those that maybe aren't quite across it and aware of it, how does river cruising differ? Oh, river cruising is just such a great way to see and explore Europe, the different parts of Europe. Um, and certainly when you're travelling with us at the Scenic Group, um, that whole concept of, and we've heard it time and time again with cruising, unpack once, um, but also having everything all included really allows you to in, enjoy the destinations even more. And what is, um, talk to us about, you know, Europe, River cruises on your five-star luxury scenic spaceship. That sounds fun. Uh, it, it is very fun. So our custom-designed um, five-star floating hotel, that's what you can call the scenic spaceships, um, it only has 163 guests. So here you're going to enjoy a lot of large open spaces on the vessel, um, lots of time to make new friends on board, uh, and also enjoy those luxury suites, Um which also includes uh, Scenic Sun Lounge, which is a bit of a balcony area that you can enjoy on the vessel as well. Um, there's so much that you can get involved with. We have wellness areas as well that give you the opportunity to enjoy things like our salt lounge therapy, e-bikes, there's onboard wellness coaches, 
so much that you can do as well as visiting those destinations as well. And then when we go into the dining experiences, um, there's quite a treat on board there as well from casual fine dining. Uh, chefs will cook you meals that are worthy of Michelin star restaurants. Um, and as I said, all included in the price, quite enriching. You're the first person that we've spoken to that's mentioned that whole wellness space, which is an absolute booming industry. Uh, how important is that for passengers these days to have that combination of sightseeing, adventure, but also being able just to stop, be still and look after themselves? Yeah, I think it is really a combination of the both. People are wanting to be more active than ever, I think, after we've had a pause for a couple of years. Um, and then also to be able to relax and having that all on board through the wellness centre, through um, our staff and wellness coaches, therapy lounges and so on, um, just adds to an extra element of enjoyment when you are on the river. Rob, what, what I love is the fact that, you know, um, you get on, you unpack once, and then for the next 14 nights, you're just, you know, gliding along the rivers of Europe, seeing some of the beautiful, you know, towns and cities as you pass through. But I love the fact that, you know, as couples, you, you get on board and, and you may have a day where you don't want to get off, you know, and you just want to, you know, go and have a, a sauna or, or, you know, as you say, some wellness programs and that. Mm. And your other half may want to get on an electric bike and ride around the, the, the town. You can do that and there's no problems about security whatever because you're with comfort with other people you know group traveling as well but you can stay back on the ship uh, rob i had a doctor that used to get up 6 30 in the morning and he'd go to the front of the ship with his camera and just sit there taking photographs of everything he saw and he'd have a croissant brought out to him and a cup of coffee and i said to him you know you're doing this every morning he said phil this is this is so good for me you know just to to experience that with no one around you know because you know you're going through you know, the locks and everything else, and it's early in the morning and the mist sometimes on the rivers and that. But it is a very relaxing way. You're not, uh, Jade, you're not packing and, and getting onto a coach every day. And mm. so you can set your own pace. And same when you come back, you think, well, I'm going to go and have a massage or I'm going to go to the gym on board. You can do it. You've got the freedom. And the same at night when you've got entertainment and you've just had a nice dinner, you go for a post-dinner drink at the bar, you know, if your other half says, you know, I'm really tired, I want to go back to the cabin, it's only walking 20, 30 metres to your cabin, you know, in the security and safety of the ship, and you can stay and say, well, I'm just going to have one more for the road. <laughs> now, it might not be a good idea, but, you know, you but can. But why not? It's but there got, if you want And it. that's the other thing. Or you, could, you might both want to get off and walk around a little town that you've arrived at, and you, you know you're not leaving until 11 o'clock at night or 1 o'clock. You know, that's the beautiful yeah. part of, of, I think, of cruising on the rivers. I, I just find it so... Uh, relaxing and enjoying, but at the same time, you're running through five or six different countries in 14 days, but experiencing the locals, whether it's uh, the food, uh, mm. the, the the cultural uh, element of it, and them coming on sometimes as, as uh, entertainers, but you going to the local, into the town and going to the local pub and meeting the locals, you know, and I think that's unique about river cruising. Very, very much so. I, I guess you can almost imagine it as a little bit better than a home away from home with Europe essentially right on your doorstep. Rob, I'd like to have my home run like you run the scenic ships because, you know, <laughs> the quality of the food and the service and, and everything inclusive on the ship just makes it so relaxing and that's what I love. And, and you know, and I can even... 
remember having, you know, salmon and, and champagne at, you know, 7.30 in the morning at oh, breakfast, you know. No, no, oh, and wow. the hot it's croissants really and, you know, stuff. yeah. I mean, it really is in that. Um, Rob, one big question I want to ask, because a lot of our listeners love, what is the most favourite uh, destinations for you as far or the most the interesting itineraries you like on the rivers? Because we, we could name five or six straight away, but what's, yeah, what's your favourites? Look, time and time again, and even after we've had a little bit of a break, it's great to see so many people um, flocking back to river cruising. And one of the first ones that really jumps out is probably what we call our 15 days uh, Jewels of Europe river yep. cruise. That's essentially from Budapest to Amsterdam or vice versa. Um, and in those destinations, as you mentioned before, seeing all these countries, you're taking in 14 ports here, five countries along the Rhine, Mine and the Danube River. Um, as well as that, if, if you've already done that one, which uh, many people have, the other one that many turn to and is a personal favourite of mine is the Romantic Rhine and Moselle River Cruise. And that's a 15-day itinerary, again, visiting five countries, 15 different ports, but uh, from Zurich to Amsterdam, or again, the other way. That one is, when you mentioned before about relaxing on board and enjoying some days where you're cruising through the Moselle Valley, there's really nothing quite like it. No. So, Rob, how do you see the towns? Do you stop off for a couple of nights, or, or how do people go sightseeing? Well, many of the ones I just mentioned, you, you, as Phil mentioned before, with the many locks that you're going through, you're usually travelling during the evening, um, and that's the opportune time to Get those locks out of the way. Locks are very interesting, but after you've seen 50 or 60 of them, <laughs> you're, yep, you're, same, you're same, happy to have that done in, in the evening. And that really gives you all the time to explore during the day. So pretty much every night you're sort of cruising throughout the night and in the early parts of the morning. And then when you're waking up, often it's in a brand new destination all ready for you to explore. So, so Jade, you may do two or three uh, destinations in one day. So you may arrive, you know, early morning in one place. You spend, you know, going around and doing a tour and and walking with a guide, uh, exploring the town. You may stay in the town for lunch, or you come back to the ship for lunch, and then it may be sailing off at say two o'clock to another destination, which might be only an hour down the road. I mean, yeah. people forget Europe is so close. I mean, compared to Australia, everything is so close, and and it, it's just a great way of doing it. Um, and you know, now the electric bike so sometimes they'll say there's a bike ride today if those who would want to get on and uh, do a bike ride for say 12, uh, 20 kilometres and all that uh, my last experience Rob was when I was doing that but there was not electric bike and they were saying to me I said is this flat country we're going to be running through <laughs> yes Phil flat country well there's no flat country in Europe anywhere uh, and I certainly experienced going through the vineyards but it, you go? it, it's, I did well and, you know because so many Europeans ride their bikes everywhere yeah, very um, but it's just a beautiful way of getting off and enjoying yourself so yeah, a lot of people get worried that they're not going to be active enough you can be as active as you want to be if you want to you know walk for you know 10 k's in the morning before you have breakfast you can get off when the ship pulls up at the port and say right i'm just going to go for a walk come back i'll get my appetite up for, mm -hmm. for breakfast and others will come down or you know gone into the gym or whatever you know you can pick your level of what you want but but the desk it's it's so close to the destinations because you know you can see either side of the river and as rob said you know going through the Moselle and the Rhine River and that. Um, Rob, you haven't mentioned the French rivers, which is another one I love going from Lyon, you know, down to Avion and through that area. Yeah, uh, we've got we've got a few in terms of France that are worth a look. And uh, as you know, um, with our cruises at the moment, a lot of them are sort of tailored around the food experience. 
And as we know, the French love their food. A um, bit of a way of life down there. So we've got some dedicated culinary cruises um, down that way, being the flavours of Bordeaux and the taste of southern France. They're ones to look out for. And on these particular cruises, this is where you're going to enjoy wine tastings on board, visiting these beautiful vineyards and chateaux, stopping in places like Saint-Emilion, Beaujolais, um, tasting grand crew class wines at some of these famous chateaux, places like Cognac, Remy Martin, Burgundy, tasting some of the fine mustards, whiskey distilleries. Uh, they're very popular these particular cruises at the moment. And this is where you can get off board with our chefs into the local markets. Um, seeing that way of life, uh, you'll be able to visit places like Verona Chocolate Factory, um, go hunting for black diamond truffles, visit wow. Michelin wow. star restaurants. Um, this is really what France is all about. And we have two um, fantastic uh, departures on the 14th of June and the 7th um, of August, oh, and also um, the 10th of October in southern France, if you're interested in those for next year. They're, they're very popular, indeed. Right. Rob, just tell us about the offers you've got going now for 22, for the remainder of 22, and I think for 23 as well, because, you know, some of these offers are just brilliant, and our listeners should uh, hear about them from you, what they're, what they're offering in those fairs you've got. Yeah, well, uh, we mentioned the jewels of Europe before. You can do a 15-day cruise from Amsterdam to Budapest for, from only $6,395 per person. Uh, the Romantic Rhine and Moselle, the one I was talking about earlier on the Moselle Valley, that beautiful cruise, that starts at 7695 Or, if France is more your flavour, the spectacular South of France, $6,395. And as a bit of a, a bonus there, I know you were talking about business class airfares yep. before Phil and how expensive they are, but we've, with Phil Hoffman, got a great exclusive unmatched European luxury in 2023 where you can choose an economy flight that's included in those prices yep. I mentioned before, yep. Yep. or you can fly business class, Phil, from $3,995 per person. Wow. Wow. How'd you get that? <laughs> yeah, I keep asking them and they won't tell me because they've got these special business class fares and they're with our good airlines that fly out of Adelaide. So, uh, Rob, that, they're, they're spe uh, great offers and we're adding also a $100 offer on a bonus offer as well. And we've got a seminar coming up for our listeners, uh, Jade, mm -hmm. that people want to hear more about Scenic and we'll have the Scenic team down with us. So on the 15th of June at Glenelg, we've got a 10.30am session and we've got a 6pm session at Glenelg, talking about Scenic for both this, the end of the remainder of this next six months of the European season and also for 23 and all the other stuff with Scenic as well that they've got. And, and you know, their river cruise boats are just, you know, five-star plus luxury. Sounds uh, They've got the Scenic Eclipse, which is one of the best ships I've ever been on, and they're building Scenic 2 as we talk, and that'll be coming to Australia. So, Rob, I just want to say thank you, and for our listeners, if they want to come and hear more about Scenic, come down on the 15th, but you've got to register for it. So, thanks, Rob, thanks Rob. for... We'll be back in just a short moment. 
Welcome back, world. Hey, guys, it's Hayley and Lauren here from Adelaide. Come and join us at World Travel Fest. Fuel your wanderlust with travel talks, expert advice and holidays to be won on the day. Let us help you uncover the best holidays from around the globe. Free entry, Sunday, June 26, Adelaide Convention Centre. Register today at worldtravelfest.com.au. 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. This is Jade Robran. 27 minutes past two o'clock and we're talking travel with Phil Hoffman. You're getting your queen on and having a high tea tomorrow. What's that we all are about? Down at, we've got, we're launching the Regent Seven Seas, which I call Six Seven Star Cruising. Uh, they're coming down to Adelaide. We've got a session at night, but that's full. So we've put on high tea at the Mayfair and we only really have four positions left. So they'd have to register very quickly to get the last four positions. Afternoon tea, high tea, two o'clock at the Mayfair, hearing all about Regent Seven Seas for their 23 and 24 program. Beautiful. But Jay, can I tell you, Regent have just released a 155 day world cruise coming out on June the 15th. The itinerary is out of this world, but they reckon it'll sell out in probably hours, in hours around the world. Days. 150 days. So, Those lucky um, people. Yeah. And uh, the other thing uh, is that we've on the, I think it's the 26th, or so, I'll go quickly look, oh, we've got a World Travel Fest mm-hmm. on Sunday the 26th at the Convention Centre, 10 to 4, we're advertising it now, so if people want to come along and get all the ideas of travel for 22, 23 and 24, um, then come to the Travel Fest, there's no cost to get in, and we'll have all the suppliers from all over Australia and around the world coming to us, working with us, seminars, etc., um, and that's on the Sunday the 26th of June. June, great day at the Convention Centre to learn more about all the programs that are going to be available for travel and how easy it is to do. Talk to me about Seven Star. So we were just talking about a five star, yep, which sounded yep, pretty yep. fabulous. And that's pretty, uh, Seven pretty Star. Seven Star is just like, it's just, uh, they've built, the last couple of cruise ships they've built are just, you know, I've been on both of them for, you know, three, four night cruises just to sample it. And they're just something special, you know, it's like, Buckingham Palace on, well, on the water. Well, it, it's five star plus then going on steroids. And you go, it can't get any better than this, but it mm. does. And this is what we've noticed with cruising over the last probably five, ten years is the bar is getting higher and higher. So each cruise line wants to outdo the other cruise line. And it's like, you know, top deluxe hotels yeah. they and all cars. You know, they just want to do outdo the other car. So BMW wants to outdo Mercedes, Mercedes out, yeah, vice versa with cruising and the bar just keeps going up. And when you experience, you go, how do I convince people? How do you tell them how good it is unless you go and get on it? And, uh, you know, we get a chance to sample it, uh, and come back and talk about it. And this is the exciting thing. So tomorrow night and tomorrow afternoon at the Mayfair, we'll be releasing the 23, 24 program. And you know, like 24 sounds like a long way away because it's 22. Doesn't it? Let watch? me tell you, it'll sell out so quickly and when that hundred by the next time I reckon I come on the show next week or the week after the 155 day world cruise will be sold out for 2025 Interest hours. That yeah. is amazing. I know. I oh, know. those lucky people. I can only dream, Phil Hoffman. <laughs> we all can. I can we all can. But, dream. but you know, if we win the lottery or something else, oh, uh, you I know. I bought a ticket for Thursday. <laughs> you never know. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so thanks, much. Jade, and pleasure. if you'd like to know any more about what we've spoken about today, head to the Phil Hoffman Travel website, which is at pht.com.au.
www.adelaide.com.au. Welcome back, world. Hey, guys, it's Hayley and Lauren here from Adelaide. Come and join us at World Travel Fest. Fuel your wanderlust with travel talks, expert advice and holidays to be won on the day. Let us help you uncover the best holidays from around the globe. Free entry, Sunday, June 26, Adelaide Convention Centre. Register today at worldtravelfest.com.au.